Boys and baby girls, fill up your canteens and cut off your gangrenous legs. It's time for another exciting episode of the Cahoy Howdy Podcast. It's your host, Cameron Barry, and joining me as always, resident comedian, Anthony Barrera. What's up, what's up? It's your boy, Young Baphomet. Good to have Young Bad and Easy back at the station. <laughs> and we also got Monterey Bay comic, Michael Booth. What's up? How you doing there, sir? Thanks for joining us. Also joining us, new to the show, and a good friend, Bran Flakes, level 12 sorcerer. Really? You actually <laughs> used that as the intro? You, ins- you insisted. You insisted. Yeah, but your audience doesn't need to know that. Oh, dude, you, you Let him pretend like... I'm still a serious person. <laughs> <laughs> There's no hope of that. I'm level sorry. <laughs> I was going to extend the dream for a little bit, but you gave me the full autism eyes, and I was like, I'm saying it. You told me I'm saying it. <laughs> so, like, let's catch up, guys. How you guys been? It's been a little while since we've been in the studio. How you doing, Anthony? Uh, um, just fucking had my show at Rooster Tea Feathers Comedy Ooh. Club. Man, yeah. it was awesome. New showcase. Yeah, how'd, how'd it go? Tell me a little bit of details. a lot of fun. Uh, brought my friend who brought his camera, which made him like the bell of the valuable. ball over there. Was everybody else hitting him up too? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did he make any scroll otherwise? Uh, no, he was dr- he was too drunk to like oh. realize that he could charge people for oh, that. Oh gosh! Nice. So I told him like when yeah. we were leaving, like, dude, next time like you roll with me, like bring, you can make some serious coin. Yeah, bring a little SD drive or flash drives yeah. or something like that. Well, no, if you if there's Wi-Fi there and like his uh, his camera can like just like drop them off onto your phone through the Wi-Fi. That's, That's pretty dope. cool. That's yeah. dope. Sounds like Bluetooth. That's how I got my <laughs> fucking pictures. <laughs> That's sick, man. Nice. I, I remember I had to go to his house and get him off his laptop. So I did not get that Platinum Glove service last time with Ruben. I'll have to talk <laughs> with him. <laughs> well, he didn't know that it could do that back then. <laughs> oh, yeah. Come up excuses for him. You were in on the hustle. What's going, <laughs> what's going on, Michael? What's been new with you, man? Uh, nothing much, dude. Just been working a lot and, uh, yeah, figured out how to use the so- sound bar that was in my Ooh. house. Ooh. Sound bar it was unplugged. Goat. My roommates were like, I don't know if it works. And I plugged it in and I was like, oh shoot, it, oh, works. it works. Turns out it has a power cord yep. and it does work. <laughs> so now, I got a, now I got some nice sweet sound in my living room. Ooh. So What kind of sound bar is Just like a Sony sound bar. Sony Nothing makes major. good stuff. No, yeah. Sony makes good stuff. It's pretty decent, dude. Like It's a Sony TV too. So mm. it, uh, oh, really compatible. Uh, mm-hmm. Same. Oh man, that's beautiful. So, yeah. Beautiful setup. The way God intended. Yeah. Dude, I've never had a really big surround system. I've had like three piece one, like 3.1 or whatever. But my favorite has always been a good sound bar. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah, they make like, a difference, dude. Mm-hmm. Um, I, have a, I have a nice sound bar. The shitty thing is that um, the place where my television is has a light system that is right next to the television. So in order to turn the light on around the television, I have to get up and like manually do it. Oh, which man. sucks when you're drunk and high and just trying to go to sleep. I love all the first world privilege you complain about. Like, oh, I have to push buttons on my TV when I'm drunk. And hi, on a work night. <laughs> this <Okay>. sucks. <laughs> so take us back. What's been catching up? I think it's been, when's the last time I saw you, Brandon? Was that the last show or was it maybe East Village? It's um, been a minute. No, it would, would have been the last XL show. Yeah, yeah dude. Yeah. yeah, fucking hey, It's been a minute. And the next so, one's yeah, next the, week. That was the one, I believe, when I talked about pterodactyl porn. Yeah, I remember yeah. that now. Yeah. <laughs> good, I remember that Good now. times. Yeah. 
For those of you who weren't able to see the show, the premise is there's a lot of plot that goes on, not in front of the camera, but behind the camera. Like, who the hell decided pterodactyl porn would be a profitable venture? (laughs) Someone spent a lot of money on those crotchless pterodactyl costumes. It's not like you can just (laughs) rent that shit and turn it. What's sad is, like, the thing I think about, it was probably somebody, realistically, who was, like, trying to change their life. Like, I'm tired of all this porn and banging all this pussy. This is the we got to bring some flavor, some culture yeah. into this. We go teach people about dinosaurs. I'm an innovator. <laughs> yeah. What I love about it is whole budget. now <laughs> they own those pterodactyl <laughs> costumes, which means they've much there's a very low barrier to producing even more pterodactyl porn. Yeah. they are going to flood the market. Ah, oh, depreciate yeah. the value. Of the market. It's the aurora yeah, yeah, screen, screen. It, was the, it was the same person that came up with tentacle porn. It was. No, I don't know. I'm no, that was a whole culture. Anthony is very plugged into these origin stories. Like, yeah, I gotta find out where you're. Is there like a Marvel for porn backstories uh, that I don't know about? Thing. Oh, it's called it's the, the internet. internet. It's called Bing Search Engine. Anthony's got the links. <laughs> Fun fact: one of the reasons tentacle porn is so popular is that in Japan they have really draconian porn laws. You can't show a realistic penis. Oh, oh that's true. Like yeah. I thought, draconian meant it has out. to be dragon like, penis. <laughs> well, that would be acceptable. That would be acceptable that's under Japanese okay. law. I love it. I love that's it. I had no idea. I had no yep. idea. That, that's, that's why uh, there's also a genre of ladies licking doorknobs in Japan. Yeah, I, I had no idea how weird you were, Bran. <laughs> you can buy panties in a vending machine, dude. Well, that's just common sense. <laughs> Where are all these used panties going to waste? Just we got technology. Empty, empty vending machines. Nobody wants a Fanta. Give me some panties. <laughs> that's terrible. How do they I, get them? Is it like a coin star where you just deposit? I'll panties? tell you how they get them. An old guy wears panties all day. <laughs> and then he puts it. <laughs> Mike is suddenly oh, now more attracted to this idea. No, he just admit, it was like, we can like, make a fucking No, it's, it's just that now he's found his side hustle. Yeah. Offer up. Like, oh, okay. Use women's panties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not used by women, but they're used. I, I want to know if there's like someone out there who's been like ripped off before. And he's like, who's been using them though? <laughs> a guy gets them in the mail. He's like, this is not a woman. Before yeah. I give my dollar fifty, I I've smelled many panties before. None of them smell like this. this. Why does it smell like a? Dude? Oh yeah. How butch was this chick, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I get ripped off twice. No disrespect to any butch chicks out there. And no dis- <laughs> and, and also no disrespect to eBay, because I'm sure that's where 90% of those purchases happen. Uh, that's awesome. Well, let's talk about the theme. We got a theme for the episode today. And this is a good one, I think. It's something we haven't talked about in any real regard. We're talking... Tomo arigato, uh, Mr. That's Roberto. It's a song mm-hmm. from the 80s. The song was racist. The 80s was racist. Oh, yeah, yeah. The 80s were racist. You're right. Yeah, no, we shouldn't do that. Uh, d- for the record, arigato means uh, thank you in uh, Japanese. I'm going to hit it up with a komonasai, which means I am sorry. Hey. Yeah, <laughs> we call that culture corner for us. <laughs> Speak languages and hope it's the right translation. <laughs> no, but robotics is the theme. We're talking robotics. We're talking everything robotics because we yeah. love robotics, right? Uh, I want to bring up a big point. Um, mm-hmm. I think we should uh, band together. Mm-hmm. And uh, start a coalition and abuse on robots that look like animals. Yes, and all robots. But yeah, specifically. Like, have you the seen animals. the videos where they're just like shoving the fucking like dog-looking thing? Uh, no. Now I'm actually with that guy, and I'm against you. Oh, that was pretty quick. Yeah, it didn't take me much. Here's the thing. Uh, I don't like it. I'm with you. I don't think they should do it for different reasons. I think they're training them how to fight us. They're like getting big sticks and they're fighting like, yeah, here's what humans do. Yeah. And the robot's like, oh, okay, this is how we kill us. It's human. learning about the human exactly. emotion. They're getting all this machine learning data on how to fight humans and how strong we are. And they're getting military See, guys but, to do but, it to but them. But when so it comes weakling, time like to me, fight them, we're not going to use sticks. Oh, I'm not fighting them. I'm fighting you. I'm oh, with, you're I'm on with their them. side. Yeah, I'm with them. That's what I'm saying. So you're going to be like their pet. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, that's okay. kind of the. What do you guys think? I pet my Keurig. Like, I thought you caught it in this already. <laughs> I think Cam has a good strategy. I think most yeah. pets get treated pretty well. Yeah. <laughs> Especially in this country. <laughs> yeah, if I had the option to be me who works all day or my dog who licks his balls all day, I'm going with dog. Like, yeah, I'll be the dog to the robots. Your dog still has his balls? Good on you. No, no, no. I, I mean, he doesn't have them. I put him in a jar and I put him in his bed and he eats stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that's the closest he'll get to procreating. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Well, I'm not having kids either. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> We're well, equal rights in my house. Snip your balls off. Well, there's an aerodynamic feature I'm appealed to. So. <laughs> well, th- that brings up a good point, though. If the robots are going to keep you as a pet on the condition that you get neutered, I mean, does that change your position at all? If they're going to castrate your neck, would you rather them take your balls? I think I'd rather choose death. I, I, I'd, I'd rather take the balls. On... Honestly, robots are going to be so advanced, they're going to make it so that you can like have erections all day long without balls. That's I don't want to live fantastic. as a eunuch. If you could have an erection all day and still come, you wouldn't want to have your balls ripped off? Why would I want an erection if I can't come? No, I'm saying you can. Like, what if the robots had a way where, like, you just couldn't procreate, but you could have sex all day long? I'm down. Yeah, well, right? Why are yeah, the robots right? going to bother to give you that capability, Because I'm their favorite pet. Oh, so not only now you're not just the pet, you're the favorite <laughs> oh, pet. Oh, you think I'm charming to people? I'm a goddamn charming monster to robots. Oh, my God. It's not even Man. fair. What are you doing <laughs> to them on the side? You oiling their fucking... Robots love me. Why they love you Robots so much? Robots love me. Dude, I have a Keurig. I've gotten 10,000 cups of coffee out of that. It's only asked to me to add water three times. That's just damn polite. Robots love me, dude. I am fine. I'll be fine. <laughs> when Skynet becomes active. Yeah. <laughs> I'm riding that bitch. <laughs> Good Lord. What's your favorite part of robotics? If we're talking like current before the storm robotics and like the near future before they take over. Uh, the irrational fears that people have about robots. Yeah. We should start a business, robot proofing houses. We'll just duct tape the windows. I've already we'll had just to do that. Tape. I had to put a board underneath my washing machine so the fucking Roomba didn't get stuck. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's, that's a good one. Hold you're in on the business. I guarantee. So whenever people keep in mo- whenever people talk about you know all these robot revolutions, mm-hmm. just remember there's a lot of really shitty robots out there. Yeah, yeah. I well, teach high schoolers to build shitty robots. How intimidating are you going to be when you find out your Roomba's been sleeping this whole time and it just like and springs up in a full Voltron? Like, oh fuck! I know when it's my time. It just grabs the board from the dishwasher. It's like clink, clink, gives you a planking. Oh it's man, like that's yeah, robots home. are sick. I hope they take over. I keep buying more robots. I'm it's hoping not like home. the people have been doing too well. Oh, for reals, uh-huh. for reals. Robots are definitely going to do a better job. Uh, do you think AI uh, is a threat? You're talking about general AI? Yeah. I don't I don't think we the have... The rise of AI, I, I think guess. the general AI, as it's discussed, is a dream, and they're trying to make it real. They're working so hard to make it reality, but it's not yet. And there's like a... We can increase the the memory capacity and the computational power and like the more we can make more complex questions for us to answer but we're learning with automated driving right now ai is stupid as shit still it's very fast in a straight line what is it like seven people have died this last year from uh well that's unfair i mean the the reason it's dying is because we're putting too much hope in it like we're really saying like just oh assuming like oh we don't have to look at the road anymore yeah it can handle the five most common parts of driving like a champ and so we just ignore the other 97 most dangerous parts of driving yeah, but it can't do it all look at the numbers that's like seven people who have died trusting their ai versus how many thousands who have died trusting themselves yeah exactly yeah, exactly i mean if, car crashes happen and until all humans are not driving it's going to continue here's to a question exactly. you have uh, ai in your car right it's driving you yeah, I do. but you're drunk is that still drunk driving 
the police will say yes. Uh, the police have not caught me yet, though, so they haven't had a chance. No. <laughs> <laughs> I do not do that. For the record, I don't condone, and I don't have the full AI. I just have like the, the thing that stops like the you assistance. From... Yeah, and like it'll it'll absolutely drive for you for a certain time period, but it's got things built in it to say don't do that. And I've heard the Tesla does too, but there's ways around it. There's these little things you can buy that clip on that simulate hand weight on the thing. Oh, and fuck. and the and the car is already will designed to stay in the lane not go over the speed limit and not get too close to a car in front of you and stop completely if needed. So it's doing absolutely everything, but you should still be there in case it fucks up. Yeah, I don't know if I could trust that. Um, I love it. I, it. It stops so much shorter. It stopped like a thousand feet shorter than you will. It is insanely how much, it, it's just insane. It's so much more efficient and it feels more comfortable. There's no jerkiness. The robots are way better than us. I don't know about that way like, even better. when I have like cruise control on my car and I don't have my feet on the pedals, it just feels unnatural. No, no, that scares me. Yeah. Once I got the automated, like the, the variable cruise control, now cruise control scares me because the car will literally just drive you into something. Like it'll kill Whoa. you. So like it is kind of scary. Well, you think you, about did, it. Did you deserve it? Exactly. Yeah. And people used it for so many years just fine. But like every time you get the next step up, you're like, oh, we're outdated. Here's That's something else about, I don't have to do anymore. Yeah, exactly. That's all about AI. Like, I am Dude, outdated. I, uh, Date me out. When I was working at the cultivation site um, by the couple of, like a year ago, I there was a day that this company came in and they had this new software they're trying to get into the weed industry with. Mm-hmm. And it was um, like, it's kind of like Google Glass, uh-huh. but it was a little like... For weed? It was just for weed glasses. Like, it was for you know just like you're working glasses. like uh, you were able That's to. A good sales pitch. You were able to. It had a little screen that sat kind of like a couple inches out from your face and just down under your vision, but you could look at it if you needed to, and it was just big enough to where you could see everything. How in would it. you not look at it? It was hanging right um, in front of your face. But it, <laughs> and then there was cameras right here on each oh. part, so it could. It was like seeing what you see, and you could take video and capture stuff and like send it and all that. It was really cool, and all I could like. All I can think about is how far that's going to go to where, oh, like, yeah. you know, just being able to, like, download so much of what you're seeing into it and it can be able to detect things. Like, we were just sitting there talking about, you know, how it could help the cannabis industry. Like, and it, it you know, that's such a small, such yeah, a dude, small in 20 thing, years, growing. those things will be standard issue. Yeah. They were, it was really cool. I was wearing it for a little while and just, like, the whole, like, being able to capture video, capture picture. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, send information from it. It's all voice command too. So Damn. I felt like a right. felt like a cyborg a little bit. I had like this little screen. I was walking around like, just like you know, capture video. And then I was like trimming a plant in front of me. He's like watching me do it. It was pretty cool. Pretty weird. Pretty creepy. Mm-hmm. Do you I think flying call- cars will ever be a thing? We have airplanes. Flying cars are already a thing. You can buy a hovercraft for fifteen thousand dollars. Yeah, we have, we have flying yeah. stuff. We have all kinds. Of I mean, I'm stuff. talking like street legal, like daily driving. Those hovercraft are street anybody, legal. They're just not practical. Yeah, anybody can go and get a pilot's license. There's no like laws preventing people from going. You can go and start working on it. We ha- we have flight. I don't think it's going to be something that goes efficient. Jetpacks, yes, sir. <laughs> jetpacks for sure. I think jetpacks are going to be reserved more for like uh, adrenaline junkies. Kinda, kinda. You're right. But I'm still hoping they get like some sort of air converter where it doesn't have a jet fuel and just like has like some sort of like lithium battery that just makes it really strong air current in a localized area you're just like they're gonna do it eventually those french guys are crazy they're trying to fly over all that french lakes and stuff of this dude like using one underwater like he fucking just shot out of the fucking water and like okay that's pretty you know that's pretty cool you can actually become iron man now if you're rich enough and you live in europe you can become (laughs) iron man like there's a way (laughs) i still yeah elon musk is about is like three jetpack upgrades away from being iron man he i feel like he's more like lex Luthor. Like, like he's just like losing his hair. Yeah, the 
That's the only. That's the only that's quality. The only like, yeah. They're both balding, so. <laughs> so I think Great we line. need Superman to motivate him. Yeah, honestly, I think maybe that's what Joe Rogan is. Maybe that's why they met up. <laughs> that's why he had him smoke weed on his uh, podcast. Yeah, he's like a bad influence Superman. <laughs> Just lost that man a shitload of money. <laughs> yeah, I know, dude. Did you? Fuck. Okay, I don't want to talk shit, but they were having an episode where you could very clearly tell Joe's trying to defend his friend. He and Joe loves his Tesla. He always talks about on his podcast. But he mentions his race, and instantly Jamie's like, uh, "Nope, that didn't happen. The Tesla blew up." He's like, uh, "No, they won the race." And then he's like, "No, I'm looking it up right now. It blew up." <laughs> he's like, "I'm looking it up right now." Rip. And the guest is like, "Yeah, I heard that too." And the guest looks up, like, "Oh yeah, it blew up." And like they just keep saying, Fuck. "The Tesla blew up over and over and over again." Wow. There goes and the Joe's sponsorship. Like, no, no, check again, check again. It's like panicking. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. That's funny. You know, I'll probably texting him. He's like, "Oh, so I, I just noticed that." Um, it appears I'm, I'm losing my company. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. Oh, my gosh. Well, guess it. what? Maybe don't make a car that blows up. Yeah, that actually, that does worry me. Like, the explosions and stuff like that. They're usually as a result of an accident. But... Yeah. Keep in mind, and if you were in a conventional automobile and got into the same accident, you wouldn't be walking away from that anyway. Because, mm. you know. Yes and no. I think there's some variation. Because, like, the gas tank doesn't explode if it's full. The gas tank never explodes if it's full. But a battery can explode. A battery can explode, but the battery is, like, right underneath the passenger compartment. Yeah, so you, people are. <laughs> if the battery compartment's getting crushed, you're getting crushed in the passenger compartment anyway. That, except and if there the was back. enough for Still, if there was enough force to crush that, you would have been even worse off in a conventional car because it would have crushed the engine block into your pelvis. Well, what if it's, like, okay. a low-impact vehicle from behind that goes, like, through the rear axle and then pushes it into the battery? Now you got the electric battery into the electric electric motor. That's the, into the, the issue that the Pinto Boom. had, right? Back in the day. If you rear-ended it too much, it uh, like rear-ended it too hard, it exploded. Yeah. Yeah, there was a lot of issues with those. And things. I think Ford actually did know about that. Yeah, and they put it and out put it because it'd anyway. be cheaper to be- put it out than Well, recall. and it was just, like, the demand for... The cheap cars. production, you know, they had and to keep It was made going. of entirely asbestos. They didn't talk about that very much. And they made money off that. They made a shitload of money yeah. off that, even with the recall. Dude, yeah, have you heard those, like, those spreadsheets the insurance people do? Like, how many people can we afford to blow up? Uh, another 10,000. Oh, We're going to have to Fight keep it Club under 10K this year. Yeah. That was his job, right? The guy, the main character of Fight Club, like, he had to go and, like, see these wreckages and see, like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. what caused it yep. and if it was worth a recall. Like a claims adjuster, claims inspector, or some nice. kind of advanced. I feel level. like I'd be good in that job. I feel like I would thrive. Just doing seeing, that. looking at accident sites, <laughs> determining how many human lives this accident's worth. And if yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Oh, that's a grim. That's a grim. By existence. myself most of the day, all the time. Anyone listening, if you need somebody to do that for you, hit up Anthony. Yeah, look, if you got a bunch of people dying in car crashes all the time, hit our guy up. Yeah. <laughs> Anthony, okay. Anthony so will this figure counts as like a sponsorship, He's right? He's looking for you. Pretty much. We'll, we'll take like any sponsor job at this point. Advocacy. We, we, would yeah. ex- we would expect a, spo- a sponsor from Herpes at this point. Like, we'll take anything. <laughs> Just look for vape smoke and you know he's there. Yeah. We'll host polio. Like, come <laughs> <on the podcast. laughs> you need someone to go make sure there's no Ebola in a spot? I'll go. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's an Ebola canary. <laughs> yeah. I won't even wear gloves, dude. <laughs> yeah. If Anthony can survive in that environment, it's a terrible environment. Yeah. <laughs> That's how you know. He just always like, brings in a sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> just take Anthony to Chernobyl, see how he, see how he does. I'm going to go fuck around in Chernobyl yeah. real quick, boys. This is not a safe place. Anthony's managed to survive for a month. We need to get everybody out of there. He's driving. Yeah. He's driving. Go, yeah. He's actually, yeah. He's Jax now. Get everybody out. Everybody out. 
Everybody out. out. He put on 50 pounds. <laughs> he looks we like The start. Rock. <laughs> we need to get him out. There's no time for you back here. His life is too fucking good. We need him out. Oh, get him out. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, honestly, here, here's the... Oh, God, that's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. If, if there was a job like Claims Adjuster, though, the only way I could be involved <laughs> is if I got to be the person to tell people we were going to give him a robot leg. Oh, dude. If you get to be that guy, like, hey, sir, I, just want, I know you're waking up out of your coma. I'm, I'm sorry to break it to you. Your whole family's dead. But the good news is, whew, rip the blanket off. You got robot legs, homie. <laughs> yeah. No, it's actually like a bad news sandwich. Like, your family's dead. You get the robot leg. Your insurance isn't really covering it, though. Yeah, but they, you your can run away from your family anybody dying. now in your robot legs. So especially those insurance adjusters. Run, Forrest, run. Yeah, no. If, <laughs> if you're giving people robot legs, the whole insurance claim thing becomes such an easier process. Speaking of prosthetics, if you guys were in a horrible accident and had to lose an appendage, uh, what appendage would you prefer it to be? And uh, uh, Left arm. Your left arm? Yep. And you would get like a robot left arm? Yep. Cool. Left leg. So I oh, take it you jack off with the right? Uh, yeah. I'm right-handed, so fuck my left arm. Yeah. You don't need that. Left arm oh, you sucks. can get a special attachment. You could fuck your left arm. Nice. <laughs> there you go. See, you just like to attach it. That's like, a that's, flashlight yeah. attachment. Oh, right see, there. right there. Yeah, that's dude, right Found there. It. Okay, yeah, now I want it, too. I want all the arms and legs. See, that's me right one. there, dude. I'm like, left how much arm. do I have to keep? <laughs> well, I don't think those things are, like, they're not, like, neurologically attached to your brain, right? They actually have ways now. They actually have ways now. Um, they've started to do like basic, really, really basic. Like, do you know how many? Like, I think ten is the common amount of like actual nodes they can implant in a brain. Well, they can not only do the nodes that are like on your scalp and on the back of your neck, but they can also put like nodes along your arm or whatever stump you have left. Shoulders, they do a lot. Detect the electrical impulses that would have triggered what muscles would be there if you still had the arm. Or they've whatever. got a kinetic one where like you can rotate off like the spinal on the shoulder, and like how you rotate will have the arm like forward or back. And then they have the ones oh, so that it's, it's responding like a, to. The movement of like the shoulder, and, and they have stuff. impulse ones where it's actually a pad. It's like a pad that reads like heartbeat and stuff like that. And as like you get an extra pulse, like an energy pulse or whatever, like that, it can read sometimes. But it's how you program it. You can make it every time you blink your left eye, it opens up. You know, mm-hmm. you can program it however you want. And the program is getting more advanced. That's fucking sick, dude. Like yeah, this guy can pound it. You don't want to be that guy. Uh, I would never pound it. That is not like a good pound it though. He's yeah. like, Arr. and if it's you pound offset. it, dude, this is bad radio because the listeners can't see it. Can't see any of these I'll pictures. It's better than you could pound it with just a stump. Well, that's not well, the perfect it, pounded, honestly. I don't know if I'd pound a pound stump. Pounded with stump. I pounded a stump. I, I have a friend that pounded, pounded a stump. Yeah, I pounded <laughs> a stump. Pound a stump all day, dude. Look at that. that. You want that? Okay, robot legs. If you're if you're listening right now, look up robot prosthetic legs because that's what I would want. Just one so I can block any kick and just break that person's leg. Or if anybody come at me, just robot kick away. Yeah, I, th- I think I'd go with the left arm too. What? I don't know if I'd go with the legs strictly because, like, there. I feel like there is going to be a larger adjustment period to, like, be able to, like, walk and run and, and like, get used to it. Whereas with the arm, I can just kind of, like, you know. Hang out there. Use it when you need it. You know what else is cool? If you have a prosthetic arm, you could unscrew the hand and just screw a microphone on and then do stand-up. You don't have to hold the mic. I wouldn't do it like that. Why on earth is that convenient? Yeah. It's easier just to grab it. I don't know. I feel like it'd be pretty cool. <laughs> Why would you want to? Pretty cool if your hand was a microphone. If just I had saying. a compartment for my hand, it it's wouldn't good be for branding, a microphone. I'll say that. Yeah. It's great brand. You don't have. You can just like adjust the arm, <laughs> lock it in position, and you're just like this, and you're just. It's like a boom arm, like your podcast. Like imagine if how's, your arm was that. How's that gonna change your romantic life, though? I don't care about that. <laughs> She's gotta I'll, love me for me. I'll still have my penis, dude. <laughs> That's not going away. Man. If you get a prosthetic, if you get prosthetic fingers, you can make them vibrate. 
Oh, uh, actually, that's not bad. See? That might be the ultimate hookup. Everybody just gets a robotic middle finger. Yeah, and then she <laughs> <laughs> I feel like she won't want to have sex with you anymore. She'll just be like, hey. Uh, like, she'll borrow your hand. Do what the hand. Like, uh, yeah. babe, where's my hand? I haven't seen you it. You take a shower, you get out, she just has your whole arm. You're like, <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> She's like, I'm leaving you for your arm. <laughs> How much did you pay for Awesome. It? Awesome. Yeah, no, robotics all the way. She just has it attached to the wall. You're like, what's going on in here? Did you hear about that guy? I think he's from Europe. And he was like studying the idea of like implanting things in your body that you could control with your mind. And I think he got as far as this. He was able to install something physically in his body. Oh, yeah. He had like a fucking interface installed into his forearm. It was super simple. It was like one synaptic response that he could trigger one active mechanical response to a remote device. But he could like think hard enough. And it would turn off the light at his house. And he actually had a cable that came out of his wrist that he would have to, like, plug in. And it's something you could very easily, you know, remove. It's, like, right surface level. It's just getting, like, some impulse from underneath the skin. But it's, like, the idea of having a cable coming out, you know it's going to get infected. Like, you know you're going to have all these issues. An open, constant open wound, essentially. Like... Yeah, like I, I, I feel I like it's good in theory, but that cable just really fucks it up. Yeah, for me. the risk for infection, having something coming out. Yeah, like, you, like, yeah. But he did it, and I didn't hear that he died. Although I don't think they would have given that publicity out. It would be cool to have that become a thing, though. Have like an interface just right Are on your you forearm. Kidding me? That's what I'm talking about. It's like, oh yeah, I'm buying coffee. Boom. Here, here's my forearm. Do you guys take Apple Pay? Dude, I wanted to be RoboCop even after the RoboCop movies were bad. Like, I'm so down for this. Like, God, I can't wait. I, I'm not even saving for a college fund for a kid. I'm saving for a robot fund for me. Like, <laughs> Do you think the technology will be there? It, I, here's what I think. I think technology is doing a lot of wonderful things. I don't know if the the ecosystem has enough time for humans to get there. I think technology... Well, how, how many years do you guys think we have left on this planet? Practically. We being humans? Resources, yeah. We the human race. Uh, do humans as we I exist don't know. right now? Yeah. Well, no, humans as we exist probably in 20 years, so the population will probably be up another uh, billion, half a billion. About 10 billion or so. If yeah. the ecosystem keeps going the way it's going, a space isn't what concerns me because I've seen too many scales where populations taper it's out. Like we could fit the entire once human every, population in Texas if we wanted to. And like once every couple, like once you get really tight space and it becomes such a burden to try and bring another person into the world, each couple starts only having one child and then the population yeah. comes kind yeah. of stagnant. Well, even at this point, well, I think millennials aren't having kids. I was going to say that's already happening. Like I've been looking at the statistics oh, yeah. and we're like... Most, world, most first world countries do it. We've like we're gonna dip like pretty substantially. Look, Japan, of, Japan's the, the first people are gonna have this problem. They're stacked on top of themselves in this tiny island. Yeah, and no, they're not having that problem at all. So yeah, no, there's well, fucking China is like overpopulation central in hubs. China has so much barren openness, just open deserts, open yeah. well, forests. I mean, yeah, the population's all concentrated on the coast. Yep. Yeah, yeah, waterways. There's urban yeah. centers. It, it's but the opportunity. Funny thing about you know like the one policy China one-child policy China implemented, it's become like a cultural thing at this point where even though the policies since been removed, that's still been so ingrained that it's people sensible. are only having one yeah. child anyway. And it's sensible. It's so sensible. It There's is. so many things sensible about it. But it's fucked, dude. Imagine having a daughter and like, oh, fuck, I wanted a son. Guess we got to... Well, that's why the male-to-female ratio is like 1.3 to 1 there. Yeah. Not good. Well, I mean, you know, like, if, if you can only have one kid, I mean, you'd want a progenitor of the... The name, right? Like, and what, what's worse? What if they have one kid and they're short? <laughs> they're Chinese at all. No, I'm just Jesus, <laughs> no, actually, I, I went to China, dude. I was so offended. I saw a sign outside. It said, looking for employees, do not inquire if you are 5'6 or under. Stop it. 
dude, I'm one inch from homeless in China. Damn. Jeez. Yeah, everyone was telling me my whole life, like, yeah, you go to Asia, you'll feel tall. Like, mind you, this is tall people tell me this. So, like, I was you'll like, feel I, was, right at home, dude. I was just identifying with them. I was like, that's how I feel cool. And then I get over there. Nope, wrong. <laughs> You're one inch taller than me. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you work, don't go to China. <laughs> <Like> that dog. <laughs> you keep that domestic. <laughs> I'll stay here where we have equal opportunity employment laws to protect hobbits like me. <laughs> oh, dude, those are slipping. Those are slipping. Trump democracy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this is the part of the podcast where we go after Trump. No, Trump hasn't targeted short people, just immigrants. Immigrants are shorter than the population on average. <laughs> You're targeting immigrants. <laughs> I just have knowledge of statistics. You're the one targeting. If you're tall, you'll help build the wall. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I think a big part of the population crisis is, is tall people. They take up so much more space. They eat more no, food, need more clothing. They got all this waste. You're wasting all this fabric. No, it's fat people. If, if you were 5'3", that shirt is three inches shorter. I would still be wearing the shirt. Same length? Same length. Same It'd size. It'd be a dress at that point. You'd be wearing be a, a lot more stockier. Actually, at that point, you wouldn't be wearing pants, so you would be seeing yeah, fabric. Yeah, it's bad shirt, Anthony. <laughs> bad shirt. Bad shirt. At... He would be the same. <laughs> Don't talk to me about bad shirts, Mr. Tie-Dye. Like that. that is actually a pretty dope shirt. Thank you. I like I'm actually wearing skulls. black shirts. It costs so $12. Skulls on there. I don't like it as much, but I'm going to try and not be a judgmental biatch, because I tend to do that sometimes. And it looks fresh. I already complimented it. Upside down schools. I'm a sucker. I'm a sucker for upside down schools. Okay, so we talked a lot about robots. We talked a lot about AI, and we've learned that most of us know nothing about this. The prosthetics, cool AF. Everybody's down. There was no downsides. Left it on. was all up. It was all when everybody wants to be Robocop. What do you guys got for takeaways on this? Uh, uh, Skynet is coming up. Be aware. Be scared. Be free. Or be on the right team. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got for takeaways, Michael? My takeaway is. Uh, yeah, um, you know, robots are sick. You're probably, probably going to die from them. Um, that's okay because uh, you're going to die anyway. So, Fuck yeah. it. Michael's Fuck typical it, takeaway? Yeah, <laughs> you, got it, any for, you got any for takeaways, Brand? Well, I'd like to kind of go off of that robots are going to kill you comment. Um, he didn't classify whether or not they were trying to kill you or if that's just like an accidental thing. Uh, oh, yeah. Because, you know, there are a lot of shitty robots out there. I've built quite a few of them. Yeah. But uh, in, as far as other takeaways go, this was my first time in the apartment, and there weren't nearly as many hookers as I was hoping. So. <laughs> I don't know what about the decorations made you think we had the budget for our hookers, but <laughs> not the cars. I, I see, like, eight of those sound-blocking panels on the wall. You clearly have the budget for a professional production here. Where I, are the groupies? I made those. Those are from Reese's wrappers. <laughs> we got uh, empty egg cartons and spray-painted them. That's, yeah. that's what happened. We got full egg cartons. Can't we were hungry. 20-pound Reese's cups it. and just cut off the sides. Yeah. Well, I think uh, I think my takeaway is probably got to be that, um, man, if you are someone who knows anything about getting RoboCop stuff put on bodies, like hook it up. Like we don't got to be a sponsor. I'll give you all the money. Like just give me a robot leg. That's kind of the takeaway. Yeah. I keep sucking them dicks. Peace out. And we'll take it easy, baby girls. And don't forget to catch me on Instagram at cambizzi.berry and on YouTube at CB Comedy. Uh, Twitter and Instagram is uh, at youngbaphomet underscore. I'm on Instagram at underscore M Booth with an F at the end. And then same on Twitter and Facebook, YouTube, Michael Booth. Go check it out. I'm on none of those platforms and neither should you be. Get a life, losers. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming on the show, Brian. <laughs>